Growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid, but had to give it up because I realized it was full of sugar and junk and stuff that you really shouldn't eat all the time. I'm here to tell you, you did not have to give it up. And actually, there is a cereal you could eat. It's like being a kid again. I like to eat it in a onesie. I put this on. I watch cartoons and I eat Magic Spoon for maximum joy. You look real cute right now. (laughs) You're just like feeding your inner child Mm -hmm. literally and physically. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait, literally and figuratively is what I meant to say. (laughs) And physically. And physically. In my belly. (laughs) We love the Magic Spoon 4-Box Variety Pack. Four flavors are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs. It only has 140 calories a serving, and it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. I don't know if this is the right terminology, but I've been dry-fisting the fruity flavor. I don't even mess with milk, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like food to mouth. Very evocative of a certain loop cereal that shall remain nameless. It is truly satisfying. So delicious. You know what I did this morning? I mixed the chocolate and peanut butter flavors together (gasps) and had that. And it was so good. It tasted just like some other cereal that will remain nameless. Also, what a classic combo. Chocolate and peanut butter. Peanut butter cup. Oh, peanut butter cup. Hello. Hello. Go to magicspoon.com slash DTFU and you can grab a variety pack and try today. And be sure to use our promo code at checkout, DTFU. And you can save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. So go get your next delicious bowl of cereal at magicspoon.com slash DTFU and use the code DTFU at checkout to save $5 off your variety pack. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Oh, how excellent. So excellent. What's up, everybody? It's Aaron and Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Welcome to the podcast. Did you get? Did you catch my share impression on our count in? <laughs> I was I was distracted turning off my my phone. Oh, I I was like, it's like the RuPaul share. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> Three. Two, one. You sound like Trinity to the Trinity yeah, yeah. That's the, the yeah. Right, that's my reference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh yeah. my god. Oh, how's everybody doing? I hope mm. you're well. Um, uh, you know, because <laughs> I sure am not. No, uh, I don't know. Hanging god. on by a thread. Hanging on by a thread. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. It's brutal. Uh no 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 great great things are good we're um, doing it we're doing the thing we're doing the mm-hmm. thing and now we get to just come hang out and have fun you know that's right we're gonna we're gonna just we're gonna oh laugh yeah we're gonna laugh today oh today God, is this, a funny one this is like a heavy dick episode <laughs> lots of parts <laughs> uh, a heavy dick <laughs> <laughs> it's like thick with dick you know. <laughs> It's fun with Dick. Dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be really fun. Um, My God, I was crying laughing at some of the stuff that I found researching this. Oh, my God. Holy shit. I can't wait because I kind of did the first part and clocked out and then you did the second part, which is why we're perfect partners. So I get to (laughs) I just get to um, listen to you tell me about it. And I'm very excited. (laughs) Mm Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, well, today is going to be silly, and before we get to it, do we have any business? No, I don't think we have any business. Okay. Do we have a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> it's a podcast. It's, there's it's a po- no, Anyone can yeah. have one. Um, yeah. It's yeah. crazy that we have one. <laughs> it's so crazy, and it's like five years. I just like updated my personal website because I'm trying to get a new commercial mm. agent. And uh, why who's to say? Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
And why not? Why not? And so uh, I think it'll be fun. And so anyway, so my, you know, sometimes they ask for like your your Instagram or your Twitter or whatever, like so they can get to know you a little bit. But my Instagram, like I'm not an influencer. So like that's not a curated space. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I redid my website and I, you know, I'm like setting it up and I'm like "Mm, podcasting or whatever. And I went and grabbed two quotes from iTunes like from reviews and put them on yeah yeah like here's what people are saying <laughs> I love but that that's great. great yeah um I think uh, yeah if you, you want to leave a review on our on our iTunes oh, or anywhere you can. yeah way to pick up you, what I was dropping I wasn't even yeah on that I got you level um yeah leave us a review mm-hmm I think, uh, can you you can leave it on iTunes. You could leave it on Stitcher. You could leave it pretty much wherever you're listening. I think even Spotify does maybe reviews now or at least ratings. Yeah, you could rate it five stars, please. Five stars. Yeah. If five or don't bother. You know what I mean? Yeah. If uh, yeah, four, it's like, what are we doing here? You know, yeah, yeah. why? Five. Unless you have Give a really good reason. Like we got a recent four star review, which like loved our pod. Excuse me. Mm hmm. But they were like, um, some of the earlier episodes, they got drunk and made a lot of mouth sounds. Mm-hmm. I will. I'll fully uh, I own up to that. I own that. And, yeah, and yeah. I, I even I, I am self-aware of that. I've even mm-hmm. at one point I was like, listen, to all my mouth sounds that are horrible. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. making fun of myself. So I, I fully get it. Yeah. yeah. Listening to podcasts and listening to as many as I have. That is the thing. That's a, that's a pet peeve of mine. So, oh, okay. You know, so you yeah. know not to do it here. That was early. We were honestly, it was we just didn't really know what we were doing yet. Hopefully, it's better. <laughs> we were deep throating the mics all the time. <laughs> we were deep throating the mics. We were hammered. Um, yeah, hammered, hammered, <laughs> dude. Like several times, had to redo our episodes because it was nonsense and not even because like what we said we could edit that out it was because like the technology you know like we would forget to record something we would record with the wrong like input like it was you know we were figuring it out so now it's truly better truly slapdash fucking amateur hour um yeah now we're professionals now we're professionals yeah (laughs) i think once you hit five years you're immediate expert ask me anything yeah yeah, truly. Yeah. Um, I'm basically the same as Mark Marin. Thank you very much. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. He has people. We don't. Yeah, we rely only on our own talents. This podcast is brought to you by Aaron and Nicole. Produced by Aaron and Nicole. <laughs> Technical support by Aaron and Nicole. Mostly Edited. Nicole. Edited. Nicole. <laughs> Edited. Yeah. 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 Um, so... Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, go to our website, which is also created by Aaron and Nicole. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's dtfupodcast.com. Um, Do we have cute stuff there? Real cute. Real fun. Uh, all kinds of stuff. And, yep. oh, check out our Patreon if you would like. It's patreon.com slash DTFU podcast. It That's is where the fun is. That's where the fun real is. Real fun. We have a whole Discord uh that is very cool, very fun. Um yeah, it's very fun. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Um and yeah, I think that's all the biz. Anything fucked up for you this week? No, I didn't I don't really have anything. I'm like running on fumes. Uh I, my mom had surgery on her hand today and Ugh. like carpal tunnel-y thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I had to take her like super early and I, I didn't Oof. sleep all night because I was scared. I wasn't going to wake up at six to like go take oh. her, you know? Yeah. Oh, and then around like four, I was like, what time? Like where am what's happening? Can we eat dinner yet? Like I was so out of it. I caught a second wind, so I'm good now. But you know, yeah, yeah. It's so weird. I, I, I don't get that tired anymore. Like, I, you know, I, I sleep enough, I think. But it was weird. Uh, yeah. Who's to say? It's Who's um, to say? yeah. I, I man, I feel ya. I am also running on fumes. Um, <laughs> yeah, for other reasons. Yeah. What's your fucked up? Sick children. Um. Well, the other day I, I've been on a popcorn kick lately. Ooh. Um. Mm-hmm. Just you know making popcorn, 
eating popcorn, buying popcorn things, <laughs> yeah. accoutrement. Just like um, a popcorn fan, I'd say. Yeah, I love popcorn, but <laughs> I don't know. Like the kernels are really killing me these yeah. days. So I yeah. got one stuck like in the back of my throat like a couple times. and Like I was the like, husk oh, so- of a kernel. Yeah, it's yeah. so it like and it like clings to your like back your, you know when you get it stuck back there it's just like yeah it's yeah. so annoying. So I did that a couple times and I was like annoyed and then I thought it happened again and I was like trying to get it and I was like oh this is like really stuck back there what the fuck couldn't get it out. I was like gagging myself trying to reach <laughs> my finger back you know because it <laughs> felt like it was super far back there. Yeah. I mean, I'm like coughing and like crying. I just was like really having a hard time. And I, I'm looking at my throat and I'm like, wait a second. That's not a popcorn kernel. What the fuck is that? Don't. I get my flashlight on my camera or on my phone and I'm looking and there's like a black something in the back of my throat. And I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is that? So it's like. It's killing me, though, and it's, like, pokey, and I'm, like, what is happening? What is in my throat? It's, like, maybe it's just, like, a hair or something. I literally had to get my tweezers, <gasps> stick them into the back of my throat, and pull it out. It was, like, doing throat surgery on myself or something. I pull out a, like... Don't try this for- at home, anyone listening. That is, I would not recommend that. <laughs> no, I have a very steady hand and a very, <laughs> uh, very... Uh, pretty pretty good gag reflex I would say especially after doing this um (laughs) I pull out a quarter inch long fucking splinter wooden wood what from my throat I don't know where it came from I don't know what happened it must have been like on something that I ate I don't know it was just back in my fucking throat like in like deep like in to the entrance of one of the like sinus you know what the fuck bro I no, I don't know because I've never looked that (laughs) deep into my throat I don't know where my sinus canals are I don't know I can't see in there oh my god I have a really big mouth so maybe that helps too I could open really wide Uh, where do you think it came from I don't know it must have like just also this is not to 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 blast popcorn it's not come from the popcorn we should say it didn't come there's it no didn't way. Come from the popcorn i don't know how it got in my mouth into my throat where it came from it was like um you know the scene of witches of eastwick from witches of eastwick where uh they're eating the bowl of cherries and the like like preacher's wife or whatever starts puking up the cherries oh yeah 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 it was like it was like a curse like that I I could take this splinter out of my throat drop it on the ground and find it it was oh, that big oh oh you should get it lodged in your foot I, dude, dude fully I have brought it no I should have I but I brought it into the room uh, I brought it into the room to show DJ I was like look at what I just pulled out of my fucking throat and he was just like horrified I was like I don't know man Dude, that could have like punctured a windpipe or something. Like, who's it wasn't that bad, but it was like it got pretty soft from me horking in it, horking on it. (laughs) I thought you were gonna say someone has asked us, and we aren't. We will never do an episode on this because I would not survive it. Someone has asked us to do an episode on throat crystals. And I, I thought that's where to. you were going with this bitch. And I was like, I, I'm going to have to get up and excuse myself and f- not finish this episode. <laughs> You're going to have to do <laughs> this one on your own because I would be throwing up and diarrheaing probably if you told Screaming, me crying you and throwing fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> surgically removed with your tweezers your own throat crystal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just my just your run of the mill throat splinter. <laughs> fuck my life oh my god well yeah it was horrifying i i feel like i was being cursed or something it was wild well oh my god after that you deserve a good fun time that's like light and that wasn't a fart by the way that was my um headphone cord Uh uh-huh yeah Uh, i will not i would edit it out anyway also if it's a real fart please (laughs) 
you like Listen. write you write down the time stamp you're like okay yes cut that fart out <laughs> 14 minutes and cut that fart out yeah <laughs> no but for real farts are funny when I can talk about it and I hold the power but if one ever slips out I'm mortified I would mm. I couldn't survive that no 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 okay literally well, would implode yeah I would <laughs> Oh, the shame would my just embarrassment. eat me from the inside. All the yeah. all the shame would just cause my throat to splinter, and I'd choke to death. <laughs> okay. Classic throat splinter. Classic yep. throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, classic throat splinter. Okay. Well, today I, we're just gonna change gears. Uh, uh, we don't really have tremendously. Like a, oh, tremendously. Yeah, we don't have like a great segue for this, but um. Just know that we're going to be talking about streaking today and not the kind that you find in a pair of your dad's underwear, you know, like not that kind of streaking. <laughs> not the kind of streaking you find in a dry bowl toilet. <laughs> Update on ours. I think Pete fixed it because I haven't seen any skin marks in there. You know, you yell you yell loud enough about a dry bowl, it's going to get fixed. You shame someone enough on <laughs> not only your podcast, but then also clipping that onto social meds, they'll take care mm-hmm. of it. And that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so if you have something you want your significant other to do, just shame them into it. Uh, okay. Yeah. But have you... Okay, I do want to know this. I feel like I know the answer. Uh, but have you ever been streaking? I'm trying to remember... I think I've done some naked stuff in my day. Oh. Uh, naked partying? Naked partying. Um, I've definitely skinny dipped a lot. And I feel like, no, I haven't done it like at a sporting event or anything mm-hmm. like that. No. Or like down the middle of a street. I feel like. Not that I can remember. I feel like the closest I ever got to streaking was like. I, I never liked getting, like, naked or whatever. Like, I didn't like taking clothes off. But, you know, putting on a funny outfit or something and, like, running through somewhere. But that's not streaking, obviously. But, like, that's as close as I ever got. Um, I've definitely, I definitely used – we used to do lots of flashing when I was, we were, oh. like, in high school and stuff. Oh. So not not you and I, but some other yeah, yeah. Uh, you and friends. Others. Yeah. 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 Like, at the village or what? Like, where were you flashing people? On the freeway, like, yeah, uh, yeah, like around the right around the mountain, you yeah, know. around town, titties and stuff, yeah, yeah, mooning, you know, just like classic teenage stuff, yeah, at the at the McDonald's drive through or, yeah, at the movie theater, we see we see ooh, there's a so and so in his cool lifted truck, titties, <laughs> <laughs> you get titties and you get titties, oh, to be young again. Mm. Well, would Good you times. streak then if you flashed? Would you streak? If I had the body of my teenage self again, yes. <laughs> and like the brain of your teenage self? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. I I guess I would if like, no, no, I don't think I would because th- I think the the moment could be fun. Like the like, oh, my God, I'm doing this and like all the adrenaline. But then like the police come and tackle you or whatever and you're but naked then and you get arrested for yeah. indecent exposure yeah yeah mm-hmm. and that yeah. is problematic so that is problematic. a lot of bad stuff can come from that yeah especially depending on the state you're in mm-hmm. some states have more strict laws than others regarding streaking as i found in my research today oh you could not only get indecent exposure you could get like you could get if there's children around you could get like put on dude you could get in really big trouble a sporting event there's kids there yeah definitely yeah. so that's probably not a good idea not a good idea um okay so people streak for a myriad of reasons attention and publicity the results of a prank a dare losing a bet as an mm-hmm. act of protest or just to show off their peepee or or today's <laughs> or today's just well uh, yeah they're pee pee and that that could be a penal situation or a vaginal situation Mm -hmm. a vulva situation um uh i think probably collectively america's biggest streaking problem has come from baseball games would you say uh yeah i think 
uh, in America, baseball games get a lot of a lot of streakers. Do you I think feel it's, like it's all the downtime, right? Like you're like if you streaked yeah. on a football field or a rugby field or like soccer, I just feel like you would get tackled. More. I feel like it's it's easier to because there's like in the outfield, like along like the first or third baseline, there's like a lower oh, uh, wall. wall there, yeah, and you could just hop right over pretty yeah. easily. And the only person that's there is like usually the ball boy or ball girl. Um, and, and they're like, the, I'm not in charge here. I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. They're like, I'm just catching foul balls. Okay. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. I'm not catching dicks. Okay. <laughs> no, exactly. So yeah, baseball games, I feel like there are, there's always some random fuckery going on. Yeah. Yeah. And I do feel like it is kind of slow and like, you don't have to worry about like disrupting too much of the action. Cause it's just like, there's yeah. just like so much waiting. Um, yeah, like the same thing happens when a beach ball goes on the field. They're like yeah. cut away from. They're like, oh, we got a beach ball on the field. Yeah, oh, we got a streaker on the field. It's like oh, the same energy. Yeah, yeah. So there's a dog here somehow. Um, <laughs> well, streaking is sounds like a great American pastime, especially if we're like, oh, baseball um, mm-hmm. and balls, and uh, but but it's not <laughs> balls. It's not the American pastime that. I believed it to be because this shit goes back to the medieval times, like before the medieval wow. times. This goes back so fucking far, dude. OK. Oh, yeah. So the history of streaking, the first the first documented like whisper of streaking was during the second and third centuries when the Neo-Adamites traveled naked through towns and villages to spread the word of the Lord. Uh, naked naked they did this they did this naked um which i don't i don't know and i feel like the doing an episode on neo-adamites might be interesting but this was like how they preach to people which is it like we're from the garden of eden and we don't need clothes or something yeah because adamites yeah i didn't really go into it but but that makes sense and and Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like we're the children of god we're all like we all come from adam and eve blah 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 um and on the one hand i'm grateful that this religion isn't very prevalent if it even still exists but then on the other hand i'm like angry because i feel like if religious zealots were what running around town all naked and like being like you know praise jesus or whatever like everybody would be like oh that's wild and maybe we shouldn't participate in that (laughs) yeah it's pretty easy to be like that's not for me i don't yeah yeah or if you like being naked maybe it is for you naked yeah and like maybe maybe but also like what if this we were in the timeline where neo-adamites won over like protestants and catholics or whatever and they were the ones who built theme parks. And then we were talking about fucking log rides. My dick. And <laughs> and it was like naked theme parks. And it would be so easy to go dress as your favorite character, Adam or Eve, because you would just be naked. And it would be so affordable and very and very fun and exciting. You know, there is an alternative universe where this is in existence so in the multiverse take, yeah in the multiverse take comfort in that um Isn't yeah that i love yeah I, if yeah if so like if like religion had d- diverged and like the neo-adamites had won out over yeah other Basically branches like of, of christianity yeah. yeah yeah then it would be yeah I could wild see it. we'd all yeah. be well i wouldn't be naked but people would mm-hmm Oh, and then, okay, so in the 17th century, a Quaker man named Solomon Eccles paraded naked through London with a burning brazier on his head. That's a bra. (laughs) I think it's like a, it's like a receptacle. Oh, it's It's not a a, bra? No, it's a brazier. Like, it's like a, (laughs) not a brazier. I was like, this man's insane. Forget the naked part. He, he fucking lit a bra on fire and he's running through town with it on fire on his head. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a <laughs> like a fire pit kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, damn, did he find out Victoria's secret? 
Cool. What is it? Because it's on fire. These are on fire. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah okay, so. He, this man just running around with fire on his head. Fire naked. on his head. Wow. But he's naked. His pee-pee out. And I just want to like, okay, he, this man was a composer and he quit music to focus on being a Quaker. And I think we could see kind of what happened there. We could all take some liberties. He went a little you know a little woo woo like yeah he was like the music music is for the devil i need to focus on quaker i'm gonna light this fucking 36 double d on fire and just run through london with it on my head you know yeah yeah he was he was uh uh, probably unwell uh (laughs) but fun unwell but fun i don't know he was unwell but fun (laughs) Unless he started talking to you about Quakerism. Yeah. And then you're yeah. like, oop, I'm oop. <laughs> and I, oop. Uh, and I, I feel like <laughs> this man was not the prototype for the Quaker Oats uh, situation. <laughs> like he was, he was, he was like, Quakers were like, yeah, that's really sweet that you're like super into like being a Quaker, but uh, I think we're okay. You go ahead and just. Yeah, you go over there. Thank you. He was a so PR nightmare for your interest. They're like, yeah, yeah. They're like, uh, listen, we need to have for it's first of all, it's a lot of second degree burns. Yeah, it's a lot of nudity for us. It's a lot um, of nudity. It's a lot of dry skin from the heat of the fire on his head. You know what? Yeah, uh, Solomon, it's a no for for us. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for your interest in Quakerism. (laughs) Um, Oh, my goodness. Okay, so that was obviously like both those examples were like religious in tone. Mm -hmm. But then as we started getting into the 1800s, we started having other reasons people were streaking. So the first documented prank was uh, prank streaking, you know, was again in London. Like a dare. Like, yeah, yeah, like a. Yeah, just like a, this would be funny. Yeah. Um, it was in 1799, and the man was arrested at the Mansion House in London and later confirmed that he'd taken 10 guineas uh, to run naked from Cornhill to Cheapside. And 10 guineas, just for reference, in today's money would be about a, a little over a 1,000 pounds. <laughs> no. Yeah. I Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Dude, get those guineas. Get get your guineas, babe. Get your guineas. I feel like I would streak for money. Hunt, yes. That's like, you know, there's not a lot of things I would do for money besides like work and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not even that. I don't know. Maybe not even that. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think I'd for, if, if there was I no legal it. consequence yeah. and I would get money for it, absolutely. Oh, yeah, the legal. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I would probably maybe get naked for money, but like I would have to make sure it wasn't a joke. I would have to make sure that people weren't like, we're going to get her naked. It'll be funny. We have to pay her, but it'll be funny. I'd have to make sure that was not present. No, that's part of it. I'm willing to accept that. I'm willing to accept that (laughs) people are going to laugh at me. I guess I don't want them laughing at me for my body, but like more. No, I I, I accept that is going to happen. (laughs) Okay, then I would never be able to do it. Would I, I pose it. naked in like Playboy if I'm like airbrushed and just like fucking the titties are like taped up? You know, like they're yeah. like ho- hoistered. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're holstered. They're holstered and hoisted to a place hoistered. that looks. Yeah, yeah. they're hoistered. <laughs> <laughs> the world is your hoister. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. But like. You know, like I would do it. Then they put like makeup on my nipples, so they're like everything's like a perfect shade of beige or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I would do it and get paid for it. I would do it then. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't. I feel like running, dude. Oh, this is what I was gonna say earlier. Would I streak maybe before cell phones? Would I do it now? Absolutely not. Mm, that's a good point too you gotta see some angles that like you've never seen and should not see yeah yeah and in motion 
things are in motion. Like you're not even just and like, you could you could easily make things in slow motion on your phone. So yeah, maybe that's a factor. That's a factor. You're right. Oh, mm. slow motion. Oh my god. Listen, Never. it'd have to be a lot of money to get me to run naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Running. Period. <laughs> naked. That's. That's a horse of another color, okay? But <laughs> and it costs running, you, just it costs you guineas, just, baby. Yeah, we need them. <laughs> Let me see them guineas. Uh, fuck you, guinea me, okay? <laughs> All right. The first recorded incident of streaking. Okay, now we're getting to the U.S. Okay. First recorded incident of streaking in the U.S. was in 1804 by a student at Washington College, which is now known as Washington and Lee University, and. I just want to say, first documented in the U.S. at a college, of course it was, because where else would it be? Yeah, where else would it be? That's college, what baby, college. college. Yeah, yeah. And okay, so th- uh, it was a senior, George William Crump. He was later arrested and suspended for the academics session, but he later went on to become, you guessed it, a U.S. congressman. <laughs> And I'm it's, proud it's a, to be an American. It's a deep, uh, lingering tradition for, yeah. for America. Fuck, to, fuck boys. Yeah, yeah. Yes, to just hold positions of power. Uh, you were arrested. You did some crazy shit when you were a teenager. Are you a white man? Great. Yeah, you great. can become a U.S. congressman. No yeah. problem. Is it of like a, a sexual assault variety? Even better, we're going to put you on the Supreme Court. Oh, Yeah. And yes. this makes so like this makes so much more sense now to me, like how Brett Kavanaugh was was uh, confirmed. Oh, yeah, confirmed. Yeah, I was going to say elected. Um, I was going to say abducted not- first. And then I was like, that's not right. <laughs> and then <I> was like <laughs> elected. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm sure this like senior George William Crump had some like squee and what was the other guy? PJ, PJ and squee. <laughs> PJ and squee. <laughs> I'll okay. never get over that fucking shit. Oh that was God, his right and left funny. ball sack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> PJ and Squee. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember him crying, talking about drinking beer? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's a truly unhinged. <sighs> okay. Obviously, uh, streaking is... Okay, this isn't obvious, but I would say, just like anecdotally, streaking is a gentleman's game, using that term loosely. Um, hmm. because, you know, we're, we're raised as women to like keep our lady bits under wrap. Like mm-hmm. you do not like get naked in public. Like you do not be indecent, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's wrong too. I've been full of wrong assumptions this whole episode because plenty of women have stroked. <laughs> Stroke. Struck. Stroke. Streaked. Streaked. Oh, I wish it was a stroke. <laughs> yeah. Um no, they're there's they're in there. They're in the they're in, they're in the history books. Hello, Lady Godiva. Mm. I think she's probably one of the most famous streakers of all. Oh my god, yeah. And she was like what, fourteen hundreds? Somewhere in there. I Who don't cares? know. Who's to say? Yeah, this is yeah, about her, okay. There is a whole bunch of famous uh, streakings Mm -hmm. that have happened in history. Yep. And we're going to talk about them right now. Do you think it's weird? Okay. So 1974 was like a huge year for streaking. And that is very weird to me. Like. Yeah. I was reading a little bit about this. So 1974 really was a banner year for naked people running around uh this was just like it was like a meme basically it was like it was like the tiktok challenge of its day yes it was like (laughs) it's about damn time that dance but Mm -hmm. with your bits out and running away it's about my dick i don't know yeah it was (laughs) it was uh it was weird 1974 specifically it was just it worldwide Mm -hmm. people just uh were in on this trend of streaking. It was yeah. a huge thing. Um, yeah, Nixon era. Fucking, there was just like a lot of 
crazy things happening in our country. Yeah. Uh, but but literally thousands of people were streaking worldwide in 1974. It's so wild. Yeah. I. It makes me think there was some sort of like underground streaking club or some like an underground network of streakers. And any event that you need a streaker at, we've got you. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like, yeah, there was, it was like you do a special like whistle and <laughs> it would just trigger a, a streaking event. I don't know. Yeah. Or like that horn that like plays before like a hound, like a yeah. fox. Yeah, ha- like yeah. A, a trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> blow the dick horn it's time to get naked um or it's like a bat signal up in the air but it's just like a dick yeah exactly <laughs> or two I don't know, titties the, <laughs> yeah like, two titties yeah the bat yeah <laughs> is that the oh wu-tang symbol no no it's titties <laughs> it's titties everybody we're going streaking and <laughs> and also um i would love if someone could photoshop that into a bat signal and send it to us that would be would love amazing it. and I'll, I'll try and do it if not um yeah just the amount of shit going off the rails in this era mm-hmm. the 70s man people just it was bad. were a bunch of, it, there was already just like a lot of pervs like just in society and then all of a sudden it was like we also are perverts but we need attention so why don't we just mm-hmm. get naked and run around yeah i guess now people are just annoying on instagram and that's like <laughs> the equivalent uh, yeah people still need attention but we have better yeah. ways of getting it i guess i feel like people who are like really into streaking in 1974 would have done really well on social media <laughs> uh but i kind of want to bring this vibe back of just people letting their freak flags fly and yeah, yeah. just it just this raw fun thing um mm. i'd rather i'd much rather have this kind of collective meltdown across the world uh, just streaking rather than I don't know some of the more heinous things we have going on these days um yeah but apparently the I guess the prominence of streaking in 1974 uh has been linked to and hit the kind of sweet spot and the uh just critical mass uh because it it was conservative backlash there was so, so much conservative backlash against this sexual revolution oh. and feminism in campus protests of the late 60s and early 70s. So it was just like ramping up. And then this was like the 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 year that everything, the dam just kind of broke, I guess. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So everybody was like, fuck this. We're getting naked and going streaking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Well, that brings us to what is likely the most widely seen streaker in history. So in 1974, 34-year-old Robert Opel at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion in Los Angeles ran across the stage flashing the peace sign and his dirk during the 46th annual Academy Awards. And now I'm remembering why we did this because Pete was like, did you know a guy streaked at the Academy Awards in the 70s? <laughs> I – this is – I watched this video so many times. It's just so funny. Um, David Niven, who was like a actor of his day, was presenting an Oscar. Yeah. And this guy just like runs behind him, butt ass naked on camera, like in the frame of the shot of, you know. Yeah. A live television event. Yeah, like fully across the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Flashes his peace sign and... Everybody, like, the crowd is like, whoa, you know, holy fucking shit. And David Niven, who was presenting an Oscar, hilariously and immediately and famously said after they removed uh, Robert Opel from the stage, quote, isn't it too bad that the only laugh that man will ever get is by stripping off his shorts and showing his shortcomings? (gasps) Zing. Pretty funny. That's pretty, pretty fucking funny. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. I mean... That's a pretty big that fully eclipses Aaron earlier today was like, I'd rather see a streaker at the Academy Awards. I don't want to see someone getting slapped. And I was like, I want to see some dick slaps. Yeah, some dick slaps. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'd rather see a dick than a slap. And I was like, I want to see some dick slaps. Um, (laughs) I don't. Um, Okay. here's the thing, though. Bob Robert was in artist and gallery owner and evidence later suggested that his appearance was a publicity stunt by the show's producer 
a scandalo. Um, I know. It's a bummer. I mean, I wanted it to be organic, and especially I the quip by David Niven. The, the you think it's off the cuff. You think it's like he made it up on the spot, but apparently. Yeah. To add evidence to this idea that this was staged, uh, during I guess during the dress rehearsal, Niven had asked to borrow a pen so he could write down that famous line, which was not was obviously oh. not an ad libbed moment. So bummer. Yeah, like Boo! okay, and here's where the streaker will come through, and then it's like, yeah. oh, I have a yeah. That's yeah. That's he's like, one. I have to have like a reaction to it. So yeah. Boo. Oh, that's tomato, tomato, boo, <laughs> boo. Um, well, okay, this is not a fun fact. This is like a fucked up shitty fact. But also, there's like more to this, and maybe this will be like a Patreon extra or a future episode or something. But yeah, Bob was like a pretty prominent artist during this time period. Um, and unfortunately, five years after this incident in 1979, he was murdered in his home in San Francisco during an armed robbery. Oh, very, God. very tragic. And there's a 2010 documentary done by his nephew, and it features interviews with like John Waters and Divine and like a oh bunch of yeah other people like he was friends with at the time. That's... And he was like a, a very cool artist, it sounds like. So that could be an interesting documentary if anyone is looking for something. Very cool. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's very sad, but it's very sad. I, I, uh, it's just like an interesting part like of history. Connection? I think, like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I think so too. And I do love the fact that like the producers hired someone who was an artist. I don't think he was a yeah. performance artist, but he just was someone who was like in the scene. Probably people knew him, and he was like, yeah. "I'll do it." You know? Yeah, like, yeah. Kind of a fun. I, it's, he sounds like a cool guy. So. Yeah, I know. Um, Well, also in 1974, a man named Michael O'Brien became the first known streaker at a public sporting event uh, when he ran onto a rugby field in Twickenham, England Mm. during a match. Mm. Uh, He was the first one to take it on a sports field. Yeah. And this is smart. This is like where I feel like this shit really blew up because you already have a captive audience. Yeah. If you're looking for that big, that big uh, reaction, you're going to get it at a sporting event. So also this is like going to come off as sexist maybe, but like a bunch of dudes are there. This is dude brand stuff. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, he's naked. And then they're kind of like, buzzed or whatever. And it's like, they're like, yeah, yeah. yeah, go dude, go. And then it's like, okay, this makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so hilarious, funny. Mm-hmm. Everybody loved that. And I think like <laughs> lots of, lots of people were like, okay, now let's, let's fucking go. So this is like, shit is picking up steam. Yeah. The, the, the streaking epidemic of 1974 is in full swing. Um, and then in, and so, yeah, lots of shit, lots of streakings happen in 1974. Yeah. Then later on in March of 1982, a woman named Erica Rowe ran onto the same Twickenham field that Michael O'Brien had first done the streak uh, at the, at the uh, rugby field uh, and she she was fully topless. Um, and this what about streak bottomless? is no, she had pants on. Oh, um, good for that's how I do it. I think. Yeah, like just titties out. Just um, titties out. Yeah. This streak is legendary because she has huge tits. Like oh. she's rocking some gargantuan tees, and they're they're really 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 good boobs. Um, so she's and she has she's just like having a good time she's just like fuck yeah she has like a cigarette in her mouth and she's like this one's for the boys you know <laughs> it was pretty oh great it was she, i love the like, pictures are great look at look up uh erica Rowe and find pictures of her streaking also what a hero for having titties that big and like not having a bra on while running because like dude that's painful and I don't think she was like running that fast. <laughs> I don't think she could. She's just kind of like sashaying like, very quickly yeah. <laughs> on the field, just shimmying. It's so the pictures are so funny because 
the police officers are like, you know, trying to wrangle her and yeah. they're like, they have their like, you know, their helmets, like yeah. the classic like British helmet and they're trying to like cover her boobies with it and it's just like, they're not doing big. the job. Yeah. And, and, but in one of the pictures, the cop is just like staring straight at her titties and like laughing, you know? And then another, uh, well, like a, an older man who's like, a I don't know. I don't know. He was just like, has a, a British flag. Uh, and he's like trying to cover her up with it. <clears throat> and it's so, it's the pictures a are good just so Samaritan funny. Just stepping yeah, in with a flag. Yeah, he's like a no. He's like a works. He's like a flag bearer or whatever. Oh, oh I just, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like part yeah. of the field crew or whatever. But he's like official, official, very official, like proper. Oh my god, British gentleman, and he's like has this flag, and he's trying to cover up. It's great, uh, dude. You know how uncomfortable he was about that too, and then he had to go home and tell his wife later that yeah, he's evening, it, like. He's in all the the pictures of like this infamous or yeah. whatever you know event and so uh it's really funny i was dying laughing at the pictures and oh my god um the funniest it's not funny but like every single news article that reported on this incident had to talk about how rocking her tees were so (laughs) (laughs) they're like with a 40 inch bust like it was oh you could only hope i mean what yeah it was what's worse that every news outlet comments on like how big and great your titties are, or no one says anything about them. No, they you you, you if you're gonna do this, you're you wanna, gonna get comments about your boobs. Like, but you period. want good ones, you know what I mean? Well, after this, she actually, I think she got like she like made money. Like, like bra yeah. uh, companies were like, be our spokesperson and be your spokesmodel whatever so she got like some job opportunities out of this flaming brassiers on your head yeah she did it (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) uh yeah uh and then let's see another lady in july of 1996 a few years later melissa johnson a catering student who worked at wimbledon ran onto center court during the men's final wearing only an apron uh (gasps) She flashed the Duke of Kent, who laughed, and then she was then she was hauled away by the police. Uh, Mal Washington, who lost the match to Richard Krajic, 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 I don't know how to say his last name. (laughs) Krajic, Krajic said that Johnson's run her like flash her uh, her streak. quote flustered him and that's why he lost um the picture of her on the court and the two tennis players like looking at her just like laughing like you could see they're cracking up is also very good I just want to say about Mal Washington that should have made him play better because it let all the pressure off the game Mm -hmm. and you can just like play now you know what I mean (laughs) I just saw some cool tits like yeah let's, let's play this dumb tennis match i don't know she was fully <laughs> naked right oh no in apron. uh she had a, apron. she had an apron on yeah like just a short like a bottom half apron or a full a- you know her titties were probably out or she just her butt was naked i think her it was i think it was covering it was like a around the neck like, oh okay okay so, so like her, so everything was covered except her butt except for when she flashed uh oh, oh. the duke of kent yeah 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 fair <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny. That's a controlled streak. I like the apron because you're naked, mm-hmm. technically. Like it's an apron, it's not clothes. Mm-hmm. And you you're running and you can decide when you want to be naked. Also, she was you know on brand with being a uh catering student. She's yeah. like, "Yes, an apron at my disposal." Yep. Let me show off my catering. <laughs> Let me show off my biscuits when I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) To the Duke of Kent. Um, (laughs) Oh, Duke, would you like some tea with these biscuits? (laughs) Check out these crumpets. (laughs) (laughs) I have a scone for you between my legs. Ew. It's like this. It's like a diamond. Or like a triangle, you know, a scone. Oh it God. looks like a vagina. All right. Uh, we're going to eat a scone again. 
I'll never look. I never you liked know, scones, so I'm they're good. They're very dry, um, which people have so said dry. about vaginas. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Inch, it's, yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, well, we cannot talk about streaking without talking about the most prolific streaker of all time, Mark oh Roberts. Uh, oh in case God. you didn't know, I sure didn't, um, and you probably don't either, uh, unless you're like, into the world of streaking. Mark Roberts is <laughs> well, like related an, to Mark Roberts. <laughs> yeah. Mark Roberts is an English streaker who has run naked during numerous international events. Mm. Let me just list off some of the shit that he's done. Um, so he began streaking when he saw news reports of a, about a female streaker at a 1993 rugby sevens game in Hong Kong. Oh. And after he uh, took a bet in a bar, he, did a streak and expose himself to a crowd the next day. So he was like, he was inspired. And how many of us can say that (laughs) we have been inspired by something like this to follow our true passion. And so he did, he took action. He went and lived his dream. Yes. Uh, So let me just list off all the things that he's done. Um, Not all of them, but like a sampling. The big So Robert, Roberts is streaked as of 2018, 565 times in 23 countries, targeting such events as those uh, targeting such events. It sounds like he's like a terrorist or something, but well, kind of could be depending on what you think about being naked in public. Be, he's terrorizing people. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Targeting such events as those held at Hamilton Park Racecourse, a Mr. Universe contest, a Miss World contest, multiple Olympic games, tennis matches, the running of the bulls. <laughs> Risky. <laughs> you do not want to get gorged. Gored? Gored. Gored. Gored while naked. You don't you want do to get gored. You do not want period. to get engorged naked streaking. That's, <laughs> that's obscene. Uh, maybe you do. Maybe no, you do. that's obscene. Uh, the running of the bulls, the synchronized swimming world championships, and his specialty association <laughs> football matches. Uh, that's soccer, uh, like Champions League, and uh, you know. Okay, is that. he like fucking Ocean's Eleven? He's like masterminding all these all these events. Like, how is he getting to a place at like Miss World and Mister Universe where like he can get out to a prominent position? Dude, I was reading, so he has written about kind of, and I'll talk a little bit more about like the logistics of this in a little bit, but he like will, he does like a full fucking research of the, he he does like, like a venue? full recon, ven, yeah, venue. Yeah, he fucking Ocean's Eleven's this shit. Yeah, he does a full thing. He finds out, you know, befriends people that work at these places, like gets, um, figures out what the uniforms are. Um, and he'll like camp out. He camped out in a bathroom, uh, at one premier league game, I think. The commitment. Um, Yeah. Like he was just like, he, he just for hours he'll, he'll like sit in a bathroom stall for hours to wait till he could go out and like look like a worker, like a usher or something in the, in the stands. It's crazy. So commitment and logistics and just all the things. Uh, so he really, really has gone for it. One of his most famous slash infamous streaks was in February of 2004. Mm-hmm. Mark ran naked onto the field at Super Bowl <gasps> 38 before before being tackled by the Patriots linebacker Matt Chatham. Uh, yeah, he he went he made it to the Super Bowl, baby. How do I not remember this? I know we must have watched that Super Bowl unless we were working that day. Dude, that's like when we were working at Bass, right? Uh, Yeah. I'll tell you why you don't remember this. Uh, (gasps) Oh. Because you you probably maybe remember that there has been a streaker, but you barely remember it. And you don't know it was this Super Bowl, let alone any other particular Super Bowl. But it was because – this this you won't remember because this streaking event was completely overshadowed by Janet Jackson's exposed breast during the halftime show. Oh, that is what when you're planning the Italian job, you do not see coming. He did not see, see this coming. He was like, this was his Ocean's Eleven suitcase on top of the guy in the thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was... 
this was gonna be his uh, one of his you know this was gonna be his, his magnum opus yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was but, his penultimate moment no ultimate actually moment. no he's he, i think he's probably done some bigger things like a you know championship like premier league game or a uh, okay u.s though u.s and he's a british man u.s but champions league is watched by more people than watch the super bowl so yes but more people would have seen that he did this had janet's news not eclipsed you know like everybody in the world would have seen that the super bowl had a streaker don't you think no no this he's done like he's done bigger sporting events than the super bowl the super bowl is not the biggest sporting event oh my god but it's up there it's up there it's up there i'm just saying i'm just saying like he's yeah, yeah. done some really really big but this was overshadowed period it would have been it would have been a big deal but oh my god but because nipplegate happened because and, yeah. this you know crazy thing happened that was just so overblown by the united states media yeah i mean just the pearl clutching that happened after janet like the fucking victim blaming yeah it was so crazy so but he um he actually did it after the the titty came out i don't even think he realized mark i don't i don't think he knew how like i don't think he realized what had happened with janet because it was so fast and it was on TV, but like on the right. field, I in don't. The f- yeah, on the field, no one saw the nipple. It was only people on TV, and then everyone heard about it the next day. Probably that. Was yeah, there. exactly. And oh he had God. already had this plan, so he went ahead with his after after halftime. He ran out onto the field, like after wow. like play started again. Yeah. So yeah, this um, his whole entire like vibe is like to infiltrate. This is a lot of security. This is a lot of yeah. shit that he has to plan for. I guess he was wearing, he made it onto the field by, because he was wearing a referee's outfit, which he promptly stripped off and danced around nude before being tackled by uh, the Patriots linebacker. Oh uh, he, when he, he was, fucking loves this, dude. He loves this. When he took his clothes off, he had a casino advertising writing on his, casino advertising writing on his chest and back along with the words super bowel <laughs> he's getting paid dude he's had just a day at the office for him he's like yeah uh i i'm advertising this casino and they're paying me probably like a million bucks or some shit and probably paying for whatever legal issue he has after this absolutely i feel like you get arrested you pay a fine and that's it so dude uh, in the u.s but listen he's done this in how many countries like 23 23. countries there's some countries where you don't want to do this dude no yeah for sure i think he's like pretty he He does it in the safer one he research he researches the uh you know the laws i think before he does anything like this so yeah i was like okay what more what more logistics have to go into this and like i kind of said you know he there was an instance where he described like going to a stadium uh, dressed like a worker, like finding a bathroom stall that he just like camped out in for hours. <laughs> and then he like made it down to the pitch of the soccer match and jumped on the field. And so it's just oh like, that's the kind of lengths he goes to. But like, before I get into the logistics, I would just like to surprise and delight you with a picture of uh, <laughs> our boy, um, Mark. Yeah, the at a one, golf the link. I just okay. I just opened it. <laughs> it's excellent. Oh my this god! Picture. Basically, he's okay. What's great about it is not him, right? <laughs> not him. Okay, I mean, okay. He okay. Ma- he makes he makes the picture good, but he, then it's fun. But it's one of those like magic pictures where like you keep finding more. It's like where's Waldo and like we. It's look like for an Waldo. accidental Renaissance picture. Yeah. Like you're looking, painting. you're looking for one thing, but like there's a whole fucking tableau happening that you weren't even True. searching yeah. for. Okay, so um, in okay, he's Mark's running away. He has the words "19th hole" written on his back, and he has an arrow pointing to his butt crack. It's very funny, and there's a man very chasing funny. him, 
two men. There's like a police officer, a British police officer. It looks like by his hat and and like a, a you know, a grounds man or something. In the foreground, though, and you can miss this very easily. There is a couple so horny for each other. And is it because they just saw his dick? We I would assume, but we, we don't know. They've both used the same the same exact box dye on their hair. It's blonde. <laughs> and the Her, same exact box cutter. <laughs> their on hair. their haircut. Because yeah. the fucking ends of the woman's hair butchered. You've never seen... You've never seen... It looks like she fucking cut her hair with a stapler. How? <laughs> I don't know. But it's like, that wasn't scissors. <laughs> okay? No. <laughs> and the man... The man has... a. It's a bowl cut most... Like three quarters of the way. And then it's a mullet. And then it's a sheer cliff of a mullet. <laughs> it's, it's fucking... It's fucking withering heights of a mullet it just comes to an abrupt edge and then it's just a cascade of hair and he's like he looks it's the most abrupt mullet i've ever seen but their sexual energy i feel like they're distressed almost i think i feel like they're watching too much love island probably (laughs) i i can't tell if they're horny or terrified well, it's kind of like this is like the moment right Maybe before both. they get horny. Yeah, because she's yeah. distressed. He's like, I'll protect you. But the way he's holding her, it's like, oh, and he's a golfer because he's wearing a, a glove and he's holding a mm-hmm. golf club. I was going to call it a rod. <laughs> a golf rod. <laughs> anyway, this is the best picture I've ever seen. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Same. I love it so much. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but so like my main thing about streaking is like why would you ever do something like this of all the illegal things to do this is by far the dumbest I mean one that requires possibly a ton of planning unless you do it like impulsively which I don't like how because you'd have to have clothes that like you like well like uh uh um Erica what's her name uh did at the uh Erica Rowe did at the rugby field. She just, she did it oh. impulsively. She just took her top off and ran on the field. But you could do I've, it then because that was the first swell of like streaking. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and now it's like, people I don't know. I feel like pe- pe- people, can, you could just do it. But yeah, I don't know. If you become a professional, uh, quote unquote, professional streaker though, like like this guy, uh, Mark Roberts, um, it require it could require a ton of planning, and yeah. I just feel like it's just not enough juice for the squeeze, you know. Yeah. yeah. But in thinking of this, it's like, what clothes do you wear? When do you do? Where do you do? Why do it at all? And according for, to the expert streaker himself from a documentary about running in the nude called Streakers, very mm-hmm. original name, um, Mark makes use of prepared velcro seamed outfits similar to those used by strippers so like a full he'll like make sure that like the outfit that he has on that like it it has velcro you know and he could just oh, like yeah. rip everything off you have to. um yeah so i feel like that's this is like a bespoke situation though usually <laughs> <laughs> Like a bespoke referee outfit or, you know. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. So he said, quote, the clothes come off in a split second and I'm off. It's called professionalism. (laughs) (laughs) He's very funny. He's very funny. I love him so much. Oh, Uh, my God. And then I asked, why? Just why? And he, his, his reason is, uh, I mean, it's just pretty straightforward he says why do i quote why do i streak it's a buzz if i get if i didn't get the crowd reaction every time i go on a pitch or jump out of an audience if you don't get the buzz there's no point because the point of a streak is humor to make people laugh and in the seven years this is like back when he you know in the in the early 2000s yeah or the early or the 90s um and in the seven years i've been doing it it's the same reaction every time 
So that's like, that's a reason. It's the, it's the buzz. It's the high. It's the, you know, the adrenaline that you rush that you get from doing this. Yeah, it has to be. You guys, wow. I just, oh, and also if you go to uh, Mark's Wikipedia page, the the picture on Mark Roberts, Google Mark Roberts, go to his Wikipedia page. Don't, we shouldn't even say what the surprise is, but it's not suitable for work. No, it's not suitable for work, so don't don't look this up at work. Um, yeah. you could do it on your phone if you want. Yeah, yeah. Just don't do it on don't do it on company property or uh, yeah. or you know company uh, <laughs> computer <laughs> where somebody could walk behind your cubicle and see this. Uh, so just <laughs> yeah, so just Google Mark Roberts, go to his Wikipedia page, and uh, just a delight. I feel like, yeah, it's, oh, Aaron and I were laughing for like five minutes straight. Yeah, it's so good. (laughs) It's just the whole situation. It's wonderful. Yeah. Anyway, so that's streaking in a nutshell, really, guys. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There's so, so much more. I mean, the, the people just love being naked. People love the surprise and delight of seeing a naked person I think sometimes I know I do I do oh in a non-threatening environment yeah like if you're at yeah, a game yeah, yeah. and there's like hun- thousands of people there and it's like someone's naked it's funny you know yeah it's like that guy is first of all bravo like yeah yeah that's good for takes you balls or takes balls. titties because or titties some of these women mm-hmm. out here are doing the same shit I love I love it all just yeah. um, we'll always have streakers as long as uh, sporting events and crowds exist. So that's I. it's just fun. Yeah. Good fun. I just can't. The thing that bothers me the most about it is like, I mean, do they ta- sometimes they tackle a streaker, right? Or they like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to snag any naked parts on anything. And that's what mm. would keep me from streaking i think mostly i i think i'd rather go to just like a nude beach or whatever or like if there's a peaceful protest and people are topless fine I'll, maybe i'll do that or something but i have to tweeze my nipple hairs first but then i do it <laughs> everybody let's go streaking don't get caught <laughs> yeah, but, we're going you know. streaking you with the green hat come on come on we're going streaking <laughs> oh my gosh all right well all right we'll, we'll definitely um put some of these pictures up on Instagram this week, I think, because there's too many funny ones. We'll censor so them. Good. We don't want to get uh, in trouble. Um, right. So, but follow us on social meds at DTFU Podcast on all the places. Mm-hmm. Um, go to our website, DTFUPodcast.com. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash DTFU Podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's it. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. You know what? Y'all have a great night, day, morning, whatever. Afternoon and uh, evening. Afternoon. <laughs> Stay excellent to yourselves and each other. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.